0: everyone welcome to another episode of the my college story podcast hi brian
1: hello how are you miranda
0: i'm great okay so this is our first real episode Mm -hmm. and so i i think this is the episode that probably pseudo sparked what that we wanted to do this or this topic that we're going to talk about right
1: right yeah when when we originally set off on this journey you you brought this kind of after we had talked about, okay, we need to send more recordings out to our families. And then the podcast was born.
0: No more videos, only podcasts from here on out. Um, So for those of you who are just first time joining us, I am Miranda Davis. I'm the assistant college advisor at All Saints.
1: And I am Brian Motto, the director of college advising.
0: And today we're going to talk about what is the right activity. So this time of year, so right now it's in the early mid spring, and usually this time of year, we start having our individual meetings with students and their families and kind of planning what the next year looks like and looking into the summer is obviously an obvious topic. So the number one question we get is, what do I need to be doing during the summer? What activities need to be on my resume for my application? So, you know, what camps, what volunteer hours, what is going to be the most impressive, which is always a great question. Right. Um, so we thought we'd talk about four points, four points, four topics under that activities question. So let's get started. Are you ready? I try to be. Are you, are you got all your, your points and ready to go for this? Cause
1: yeah, we're trying to be prepared here.
0: <laughs> we're prepared. We get the question all the time. We can answer it in our sleep. Okay, so the first thing we wanted to talk about is quantity over quality. No, quality over quantity. That's my bad.
1: Correct. quality Quality over
0: quantity. Yes. So what does that look like for a student?
1: So the colleges will start off by saying that there's no magical activity, Mm -hmm. right? There's not one thing that they look for over another, Mm -hmm. that they want to see the student be intentional about what they become involved in, the activities they join but that they're not necessarily looking for a grocery list of things that the students do for one hour, you know, once a month, okay? So they, they would rather see a student do fewer things and really pour their heart and soul into those than, again, to have that grocery list of things that they do, you know, for 15, 20 minutes a week here and there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I think that's really what we're what we're looking at and stressing to the students is that that truly that quality. We want them to uh, explore as a freshman and sophomore, and really start to narrow down as a junior and senior into those things that they really have uh, a passion for. Uh, those things that make their heart sing, so that they really then are, are again gaining that quality over just having so many different activities.
0: Because yeah. I think the stigma is more is better. Because right. I like when I was in high school, and I'm probably when you were in high school, you need to be involved in all the things. Have every single list on there, every club that was. Available, You need to be in it in some form or fashion and maybe be the president or something. You mm-hmm. need to be in all the things, which is different then than it is now because there's so many different things now that the kids can be involved in that are just overloads. And that's just not good for their anxiety either. And they're just like mental health.
1: Yeah, we definitely want to make sure that they ha- are are ha- leading a balanced life. We don't want them to be, you know, too overwhelmed in any one direction. Um, but, but yeah, going back to what you just said when you applied to college, eh, probably a little earlier than that, but yeah, it was, you know, I think the buzzword there was well-rounded. You've got to mm. be well-rounded and, and that's still definitely true, right? Colleges still want students who are well-rounded individuals, but, um, certainly back when I applied being quote unquote, well-rounded could more than make up for, you know, just great grades. Uh, if you, you know, you're an average student, but man, my activities resume is really well-rounded. They, a lot of times would overlook the fact that your maybe your GPA was a little lower. And in today's admission world, unfortunately you've got to have, if you don't have the good grades being well-rounded then doesn't make up for that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then the other, the next thing is the impact you're having on others. I know we talk about this all the time, especially this year, is you need to make sure that your activities, and I think that goes back to the quality of it. If you're picking quality activities that you're being a part of, then the impact you're having on others comes very easily, right?
1: Absolutely, and the college is all, so what we did to prepare for this, we emailed um, 14 or 15 different college admission offices just to get their quotes from them about, the activities they're looking for, things like that. And almost to a man, they all said they want one of the things they are looking for is the impact that their involvement in these activities is having on others, Uh, certainly on them. How are they learning and growing? Um, But, you know, so much today is how are the students and their activities making others around them better?
0: Yeah. Okay, I want you to tell the story, and you tell this all the time. I do. And you know, know what which, story know I'm talking about. I know which you're talking about already. So tell, tell, tell us a story about your student you had that had one activity on her
1: resume. Sure. So I um, was working at a school in Dayton, Ohio, and had a, a wonderful young lady, very intelligent. Um, but her resume was lacking. But it wasn't. Uh, her resume had one thing on it. And this one thing, though, was so impactful and so good that, uh, you know, this young lady ended up gaining admission to Dartmouth and graduating from Dartmouth. And so, and it wasn't, it wasn't one of those things that, again, that you would necessarily look at and think, oh, wow, you know, she cured cancer or the other joke I'd make is, you know, invented the longer lasting light bulb, right? <laughs> that, those, that, that's not what she did. She was an intern, basically, or volunteered at a nursing home. And at this nursing home, she volunteered so many hours and was so involved that the impact that she was able to have completely changed the way this facility ran. She created social uh, calendars and brought people in to, to do activities and games with the folks that lived there. And so again, her being there and the energy and effort she put into that completely transformed this place and it knocked the socks off of Dartmouth she applied early decision and one of the things they said during my counselor call with them was how impressed they were with with her activity singular activity (laughs) it wasn't it wasn't that she was involved in that much other stuff she had maybe a couple clubs here and there but nothing significant she had one significant activity that she poured her heart and soul into
0: that's awesome um okay so our next topic is what does find your passion mean as a teenager? I know we talk about that a lot because it's in our mission statement, find igniting passions to impact our world. And so we talk about passions a lot, which I think is intimidating for teenagers because I know a lot of students that I talk to and we ask them, you know, what are you passionate about? Because when they're asking what activities do I need to be doing, what camps, what volunteer work, internships, And we ask, you know, what are you passionate about? And they look at you with that like blank look on their face. So I thought we thought it was important to talk about what that means as a teenager and how to maybe redirect that train of thought and look at it in a different way.
1: Right. And so that is, you know, uh, the word passion is thrown around quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that in high school I could have told you what my what I was passionate about. Um, and so I, I love how you said let's read you know let's redirect that into something that might be more relatable to to the students. And so what we've been saying lately is uh, asking the student what makes their heart sing. And I know that in high school again, trying to articulate what I was passionate about might have been difficult. But had somebody just simply said what makes what makes your heart sing or what makes your heart happy. I could have easily answered that. And that's, uh, so I think that's what we're trying to help the students figure out are those things that really just, just make them happy. Uh, how do they, how would, if they could choose to spend their time doing anything, how would they choose to spend it to make themselves happy? And then, you know, again, impact other people. So.
0: Okay. I'm going to ask you, cause I asked you the mm-hmm. other day and I, I liked your answer. Cause it, it's very, uh, applicable to now. So if going back to, I know it's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So going back to teenage Brian, what did make your heart sing when you were in high school?
1: So I, I loved sports. Um, present, I, present tense. As yeah. Well. Love, love, love currently and loved you, you probably even more back then. Um, but sports were kind of beat into me uh, by my, my dad was a, a big athlete and loved sports. And so kind of expected me to play and borderline forced me to play, but, but I certainly, I grew to love them. And, and in high school, that's what I wanted to do. Um, I didn't slack on my studies, but I probably wasn't as good of a student <laughs> a, in the classroom as I, as I could have and should have been. Um, but I loved sports in all regards, and, and I found ways to get involved in my community And try to give back. I coached in different at different camps throughout the summer, but I also took time throughout the school year and volunteered coaching at uh, in different leagues. And so I I did my best to find ways to implant myself uh, in the community through through sports. And I was in a small enough community that I could do that.
0: Yeah, which is very accurate now, because even though you don't technically coach, I mean we. Well, really, coach students on how to get into college every day. We try. Yeah. Um, I was just, So, okay, what did, made my heart sing in high school? I would probably say hanging out with my friends, like all teenage girls. But, you know, I think that's my favorite part of the day now is hanging out with the students in our office. I mean, like just now we were down there talking about <laughs> – our brackets and talking about well, I'm going to pick the favorite color and that's going to work. Da, da da Just stuff like that, you know. Having those, having conversations with friends. Like I could sit at a lunch for three hours with people, was when I was in high school and just sit and talk forever. And I think, like having those, being able to have those conversations, I can see now kind of relates back to being able to work with students and their parents and having mm-hmm. those conversations and helping them through the different stuff that we, we do. Okay, so the big topic. I don't know if you knew, but there was a pandemic this year. Certainly, shocker. So, the big question that we're getting right now is how do we do activities during COVID versus and what and how different they look pre-COVID. So, Obviously, everything's a lot more limited than it used to be. Mm -hmm. So, you can't go to all these camps. You can't necessarily do as many internships or the type of internships that you could have done before. You can't volunteer literally anywhere and everywhere. So, how can students sign up and do and make the impact that they have made before COVID do that now in a different world we're living in?
1: Sure. So, I think. Uh, the response from the colleges has been very understanding about this issue, and it's, it's sort of like the test optional world we live in now, with with the the SAT and the ACT becoming test optional in a lot of places. Extracurricular certainly aren't optional, but the colleges are definitely more lenient and understanding about potential gaps in. Um, in participation in some of these activities, right? So um, certainly for the, the current seniors, uh, really for anybody right now who is in high school, if there is a gap in you know when they volunteered or club activity at school, right? I mean, there are still some states who physically are not back at school. So mm-hmm. um, the colleges are going to be very understanding about how that looks on a student's resume as far as being involved right now during the pandemic uh, that you speak about, um, (laughs) it is important for the student to get better. And what that looks like is really up to the student. Uh, One of the responses we received from colleges, uh, they said that one of the things they've repeatedly seen on resumes this year is cooking and how the students have found a, a passion for cooking. Uh, during, this, during the pandemic, being at home, spending more time with their family. Some of them have simply talked about just reconnecting with their family, learning more about their genealogy and their family roots. Um, and so the colleges just want to see that the students are trying to get better. So again, going back to impactful, the impact can, can also just be on them mm-hmm. um, and then how they can potentially share that impact with others. So um I loved, uh, loved last year was listening to an interview with a gentleman who is the CEO at Noble and one of our teachers had him on during, uh, their class time and in, in the entrepreneurship class. And he talked about this and he simply said, how are you making yourself better during this pandemic? And I thought that was a, just a so simple yet such a, a strong question for the students to consider is what am I doing to get better? So I have all this time on my hands, but, but what am I doing to get better? How am I, how am I making myself better each day?
0: Yeah. And I think one of the colleges that you talked to, I think if I remember correctly, one of the examples was they took a leadership role in their family by helping tutor and do the schooling of a younger sibling. Yep. Yeah, I and think that I example. mean that's such an easy easy way, especially with all of our families that have multiple kids that go to the same school, they're all in the same situation, so why mm-hmm. not step up and help them with their work? Cuz I mean that's yeah. an e- that's tutoring that they they would do in mm-hmm. a normal spot, normal time with the yeah. kids their own age, why not help their siblings?
1: Yep. And and kind of along that route just of education. Uh, One of the other examples was, you know, there's so many amazing free online courses out there for students to take and just exploring their own curiosity in certain subjects.
0: Oh, yeah. I think some of the fun I'm trying to think of some of the students that we had. I know one student in particular who uh, her uh, mom shared with us all this stuff that she learned over the break. She wants to be an imagineer. Moving forward, and so, mm-hmm. and she's a very busy person, and you know, getting into a COVID world, she didn't get to do a lot of the stuff that she got to do. But that's something she wants to do in the future: is being a Disney Imagineer. And she found, I think it was on, was it a Khan Academy? On Khan Academy, yeah, she found mm-hmm. some courses on on an engineer on how to be an imagineer. And then she learned how to sew and, and she, then she used that for things this fall on community service hours and Mm -hmm. making, I think she made gloves and she made hats and she made shirts and stuff for like the Salvation Army locally just, and that was something that had nothing to do with her schoolwork that she just added on top of it because she was interested. And then she found a way to use it in another facet, which I think is fantastic.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Taking those skills and, adapting them to other areas and being impactful. Again, I guess that's the, the word of the day here is, yeah. is Im- impactful mm-hmm. Being impactful and being intentional about your involvement and how can you impact yourself and others?
0: Yeah. Okay. So I know there's another one other thing that one of the schools said that, um, we wanted to make sure and share and it's that really long one that, yeah. uh, that we both, we read it and we're like, wow, That is so amazing. Yes, yes, yes to all those things. So So, please share.
1: So I'm going to read this. And and again, this is from an admission, uh, assistant director of admission at a selective school. And her response to our email was, one personal belief that I sometimes share with students throughout the application process is that the world has enough successful people. What we need are more change makers. And I think this certainly correlates with the two main questions we ask ourselves while reading applications. Number one, how will the student contribute to the classroom? And number two, how will the student contribute to the campus? Dorms, clubs, and even the broader community that we live in. Of course, there's no single answer for what we're looking for. We need applicants who will contribute via involvement in student government, but we also need tuba players, actors, robotics enthusiasts, athletes, and more. What that means is that we're not looking for any particular extracurricular involvement, but prefer to see passion and depth. I would rather see a student involved in three clubs for three to four years of high school and a leadership position in one of them than a student who has tried 20 clubs for an hour a week over the past several years.
0: I think we like it the most because that hits home real, real strong with our students. Mm -hmm. I think a lot, you know, and it's a small school. And so, it's kind of it's important for everyone to be involved, but I think they get so bogged down in, oh my gosh, I have to be in everything and need to do everything. And I I think when we ask them when they're writing their descriptions, you know, what are you going to say about that? Uh, I don't know. My my favorite is, hey Miss Davis, what did I do in this club? <laughs> and I look at them and I'm like, I don't know, what did you do? And so, which is not all of them, but you know, you get those one or two, and you're like, maybe that maybe that needs to be something you need to think about, like. Did you make an impact? Do you need, is it in, was it an intentional decision or were you just checking a box?
1: I think that's very true. And you, you look at the decision the colleges have made over the past couple years on the coalition and the common application mm-hmm. to actually limit the number of activities that the students can report on the actual application. Students can always send in a supplemental resume, but the colleges have said, you can put 10 activities down, order them in the, what they are mo, what's most important to you to least important to you. Um, and, and, you know, they're really concentrating on those, those things that again are most impactful in their lives. And so even the colleges have said, you know, we, we don't need to see 20 different things. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we really want to get it narrowed down to those things that, that you are passionate about. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, that's it all about activities. Anything else we missed or you feel like we didn't cover because it's not a it's not a beautiful subject to talk about, but you know it's a question we get all the time
1: yep no i think I think we hit everything we shared the thoughts from the colleges, so
0: yeah, awesome, well, of course, anytime anyone has questions, we're always here to answer them. So that's the end of this episode, but next episode, I'm really excited about.
1: What are we doing? I forgot already.
0: So next episode, we are going to be interviewing one of our current seniors who is about to graduate. That's right. They are, we're talking to them for multiple reasons. So they are a great example of really, they have two things on their resume, two big things on their resume. They are going to be an athlete next year in college, and an honor. they got into an honor college. And the way that they searched for their schools, I thought, was very unique. So we're excited to share their story. We're going to keep it a secret on who it is for right now. But we're next episode, we're going to talk to a current senior about their college story. But for now, thanks for joining us on our second episode of My College Story.